Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Curious Investor Podcast. We just finished recording a great episode with Connor Abel. He's an ex-Marine. He's an insurance broker, a land flipper, and he runs an e-commerce business with his wife. Yeah, there are many takeaways uh, from this show. One being surrounding yourself with um, like-minded people and people way ahead of you. Um, if it means getting a mentor, joining meetups, or joining a mastermind, um, it's super important to have that next step ahead of you. And I feel like surrounding yourself with people who are at that level, it's like a magnetizing factor, which is something that uh, Connor talked about. It's like so powerful. And I see it even in my growth, um, just joining, having multiple mentor mentors and joining a mastermind that's really pushed us to, to exceed what average is um so yeah it goes back to that saying that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with um so if you spend your time with average you're going to be in that in that realm for, for uh quite a bit of time but if you if you spend your time with wealthy or successful people you the tendency is you will get to that level or close to it because whatever environment you're around you kind of um you kind of absorb and you uh, and you adapt to that. Um, do you have any thoughts on that, Paulino? Yeah, yeah, I was actually like like I see if like with you like you joined the mastermind for short term rentals like you saw like almost immediate growth right like what's yeah. like to get, talk a little bit about that like real quick. Yeah, so I I mentioned it on the podcast, but um, so uh, I guess a little bit deeper is um every year at the end of the year last day of the year we I sit down with my wife. Uh, and we talk about just our goals, um, yearly goals, and then midterm goals and long-term goals. Um, and one that we had as a five-year goal a few, I think, four, three or four years back was to own a short-term rental. Um, and we got to a point where last um, December, when we sat down to review our goals, it was year three, and we still haven't took any strides to purchase a short-term rental and mm -hmm. so we were like okay we have two years left how are we going to do this you know like we have to dedicate this year to getting one and so we we know that people always talked about joining a mastermind that's how you uh fast track your way to success and so i just found a mastermind that i resonated with and joined it and in four months we were able to i don't know, i think it was I, think, I believe it was four months. About four months, we were able to close on a short-term rental deal and sign uh, an agreement with an investor to manage their property for a fee. And so, yeah. like, there was no way we would be able to do that without um, have, being a part of a group that was greater than just my day-to-day -day life, you know? Yeah, it would just take so much longer for you to get to the same point. Like, it's just like a fast tracker I'm noticing. But yeah, yeah, like that's that's so sick. Like one thing that I like took out of the episode with Connor was that like he was very like he was describing uh, an acronym that is called wealth, and one of the acronyms for the letter A was called affluence. There you go, and it was like really like part of the like, the the point of the acronym was that you you have to make sure you time block at least like fifteen to thirty minutes a day towards your business endeavors and your entrepreneurship endeavors. This could be real estate. This could be towards like a side hustle. It could be something that like that you think can make money in the long term, like you're putting in the, the work now for your long term wealth building, and I think that that makes a lot of sense. Like imagine you're you're doing work, 
15 to 30 minutes a single day. It's not that much time out of your day. So that in how far you're going to be from that time on, for, like here in four months, or from that time on in a year. Like you're going to be so much more ahead of, any, of someone that's not doing that or like or way ahead of where you were before you even did that. So of course, it's going to push you forward. I think that's a very valuable lesson. That's something that I'm trying to implement uh, towards my growth. And uh, yeah, like I, we'll, we'll provide updates as we move along with the podcast. But that's uh, sure. that's something that I took out of it and, like from this podcast and yeah, out of many things that Connor said. So yeah, this was a really good one. Uh, yeah. So if you got any value from this episode, please make sure you like subscribe and comment to our YouTube. Make sure to leave a review on Spotify and Apple podcasts. And also, if you know any friends or family that would find value from our podcast, make sure you share it with them. Word of mouth is the best way to help grow and support our show. So, but yeah, let's, uh, let's just get to it. Let's enjoy the podcast with Connor Abel. Welcome back to the Curious Investor Podcast. My name is Paulino Marquez, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Philip Costa. Uh, today, we have a really exciting interview. Today, we are with Connor Abel. Welcome, Connor. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Appreciate you guys having me on the show. No, awesome. Yeah. So uh, real quick, um, to, to begin, I wanted to see if you can uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and give us a little bit of background about what you're doing and a little bit about your investment journey so far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Yeah, again, my name is Connor Abel. Um, so I kind of, I'm kind of in the middle of three different endeavors right now. Um, I'm, I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, but uh, so I'm an insurance broker. I do health, life, Medicare, mainly specialize in Medicare because it builds up a good residual base of income. Uh, it's money that doesn't really pay well, like straight up, but long term, you can build up a good book of business that pays you monthly. Nice. Um, and then I am kind of going into e-commerce as well, doing close to six figures with the e-commerce deal. Um, it's basically like an affiliate link e-commerce model. So we just sell manufacturer to company or to customer uh, products and people click on our links and then we, we make um commission based off of that and then now me and my wife are taking on land investing so basically we just buy at a deep discount 55 to 65 percent um discount and then flip it to people in that area yeah so like uh um the e-commerce business is something that's kind of interesting to me so like what is uh something that you like how did you get started in that industry or that side of like money making Honestly, my wife kind of took the head on this. Um, she just kind of saw the opportunity um, and saw kind of like a, an opportunity in the market. And uh, basically, it's like health and wellness product, just one of those reoccurring products that's easy to kind of emulate. And uh, there's a there's like a niche um, product with collagen right now. And we kind of saw that as an opportunity to run with. So she just kind of built up all the links around this model and uh yeah just I, don't, I call it luck but we've just kind of been hitting it we built up a really good community who enjoy the products and uh it's been a, been a good ride so far so that's really that's really cool so how are you able to um drive traffic to this product you said that you built a community how are you able to do that 
So, okay. Well, I lived in California whenever I was uh, in the Marine Corps. And um, when, when we were out there, my wife and I didn't have a lot of community because, you know, we lived in Oklahoma our whole lives. And uh, while we were out there, we realized the importance of community. And um, when we got back to Oklahoma, we said when I got out, uh, we were going to go all in to just, you know, meeting new people, building relationships. And it just kind of translated to business. Um, this opportunity came up after we had been building new relationships with people for like about a year and a half. And all of that momentum built up and the business opportunity came up at the same time and it just kind of collided to create uh, a pretty good stream of income for us. Okay, so are you using any uh, online strategy, uh, online strategies to drive customers to your products? Um, honestly, a lot of this has been organic growth through just building that relationships over the past year and a half. Um, we have been implementing uh, growth in our social media um, you know, I went to a few masterminds these past year and, uh, I've realized the importance of social media and how views and attention are the new currency. So, uh, we've really been pushing that hard. Um, my wife has focused a lot on building hers. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and, you know, see, give it a go. So, yeah, that's, um, I mean, really just building funnels out, um, to, to these links, um, Russell Brunson was a good resource for me. I'm just kind of learning click funnels and whatnot. Um, still, still learning that a little bit, but uh, yeah, uh, there's been some pretty good conversion so far. Social media game is another animal. Like it's, oh it's God. such, it's such a good way to, to gain like access to eyes and customers and like funneling in. I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs using that as a way to build their income. So it's like, it's, it's, um, it's something that we're trying to learn me and Phil. And I think yeah. that it's a, there's a wide open opportunity because it's it's like a lot of people do it, but it's something that like it's, there's still such a wide open market to like the social media marketing and also like like affiliate links and like e-commerce businesses are so it's such a good opportunity. Digital products so much. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, you're leaving money on the table if you're not doing social media, I feel like. And that's that's what changed the perspective of me because I'm like, oh, it's really selfish. It's like self-centered. But really, you just give value to people just and, you know, just golden nuggets drop them every day um you know in return you're going to create impact and impact creates wealth so awesome. it all kind of translates yeah so i also one thing that like you you touched on it a little bit when you were explaining about uh when you were trying to build a community coming from california to Oklahoma. you said that you were in the marine corps so uh can you talk a little bit about your experience there and like how you got started like why you decided to go to the marines and like what and what why you got out like what is something that or why you like what when you got out and all that stuff yeah yeah honestly um i i had so many plans for my life like i wanted to do this and that and this and that and uh i just got roped up in all these different ideas and um basically i i came to the point in my life where i'm like okay i just need it me and my cousin had just started a an escape room business it's like an entertainment you know like you mm -hmm. hide their locks and puzzles and all the things I love escape rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys have a free game. But uh, yeah. is um, 2015 we started that. That's the same year I entered the Marine Corps, and uh, I just decided like I need to stop making these plans for myself. I need to put myself in a position to where I have to rely on God. That's where kind of like my faith kind of came into the the whole equation. Um, 
I was just kind of money driven, like focusing on the next thing. And I'm like, I need to put myself in a place where God's going to take control. He's going to take control of the plan. So I joined the Marine Corps Infantry, the most, you know, dangerous thing I could think of. And just wanted to have him kind of, you know, take the reins and take control away from myself. So, yeah, he was in control. How was that transition from like normal life, like before the Marine Corps to going into that structured life? Like, what was that like? Gosh, um, I, I think before that, you know, I I jumped from job to job to, to learn knowledge. So, you know, I jumped into like a sales position to learn sales. I jumped into construction to, you know, learn how to build things. Um, just because whenever I had a family, I knew that um, that's just kind of what it was going to be like. Oh, okay, this, well, this is what it's like when you're working from home. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the the construction side. So, yeah, I, I did construction. And then, you know, I, I wanted to start a business. So we built out that escape room as well. And uh, I mean, we're talking right now, okay? Can say hi? Hi. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? This is this is Stevie. This is my oldest. <laughs> another another special guest. <laughs> yes, another church. <laughs> nice. Um, but sorry, I lost my train of thought. You worked. You were working in construction to just to help your family because you knew that was going to be a, a part of your future. Yeah, baby. We're Stevie Amen. It's so like leading leading up to the Marines. You you were saying you were talking about how like you were trying to learn like gain knowledge by doing a lot of different jobs, and like yeah, and how yeah. how did that lead you to the Marines? So yeah, basically I just like I needed something to kind of keep me structured and um, disciplined into one track. So you know I'm contractually obligated to you know stick out for four years into one thing, mm-hmm. and um, I think really what that helped me do is hyper focus on. Uh, one avenue because before I was like I wanted to do the escape room I wanted to you know build out a different business for this and that so from here on I'm like now focused in on one thing I'm I did insurance I got really good at that built up a good book of business and um, now I'm moving to the next thing whereas before I was doing too many things and uh, you know they they always say like put all your eggs uh, or diversify 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 I really mm-hmm. think you put your eggs in one basket build it out a good stream and then you can kind of move to the next thing and yeah i kind of fell into that myth early on to where you can do everything at once diversify and uh but i think that slows you down i hear you marine corps kind of helped me hone that one track mind focus so that i could move to the next thing okay and then at this um at this time uh were you were you able to save money uh while you're out there or generate money of some sort i didn't spend a dime i literally everything i made i i try to ration anything i would (laughs) eat leftover food from everybody like i would save every nickel and dime because i knew whenever i got out uh it was my opportunity to really you know start pursuing entrepreneurship on the scale that i wanted to okay great uh, and yeah. so when you did leave, what was the first decision you made, um, either with that money or in your life? So the first one was, you know, I I had to get a, a W-2 so that I could get a home. Um, so yeah. I worked in the bank for a little bit and um, learned banking for a while. I uh, got our house. After we got our house, I left and started insurance right away and started building up that book of business. And... Um, 
my my whole goal behind all this in the first place was to get into real estate just because you know it's long-term wealth right. and uh i kind of got aligned with ryan pineda who's a a big real estate tycoon in the space and he's kind of helped mentor that little uh you know idea into fruition so now i'm you know i'm in land flipping now and uh, we're able to build that out and put a lot more money into it and get things started the right way. Okay, very cool. Yeah, so I wanted I wanted to uh, ask you about that as well. So, like, what kind of projects are you working on? Like, how? Like, what was like your first like your first land acquisition? Like, is it real estate? Like, uh, like like properties? Is it like are you developing? Or like, what is exactly that you're doing with land flipping? So uh, we're not developing quite yet. We're going to scale to that. Um, we're going through the process right now, um, but essentially the way we're and there's there's a hundred different ways to do this there it goes from like tax lands where you can get paid uh monthly financing uh like smaller deals to like the development side like you're talking about we're kind of in the middle spectrum of that where we're just sending out you know thousands of offers a week and we're like i said we're buying them at a deep discount and then just flipping them at market value and th these are people that, you know, just really want cash for the deal. It's like wholesaling a house, basically, but with less less work, I think. So the way we're doing it right now is we're going to try to send out about 5,000 a month, 5,000 offers. Um, within that 5,000 offers, we'll probably get three to five deals. Each deal will net a minimum of 20,000 per deal. And... Uh, we'll just keep rolling that on into the business. And the people we're being mentored from right now are on track to make anywhere from uh, 1.5 to 2 million this year. And they started two years ago. Wow. And uh, so that kind of perked my ears up when they said that. And I was like, okay, we need to learn from you. And uh, so that's that's who's kind of bringing us through the process right now. But yeah. How, how are you guys sourcing deals? Like, like what what exactly? And how are you generating so many offers? Um, okay, so so there's a, a website called Price that we're going through that helps us collect all the data. And basically, we're just finding areas that uh, people are moving to. Usually, southern states are best. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, once we have all that data collected, we uh, push it into the county assessor's uh, websites, and we start breaking down the actual like deals for that data. Mm -hmm. and do all the due diligence and see if that that land makes sense if it's like landlocked or if it has road access if it have water utilities things of that nature and if it all checks out we go through a company called a, a rocket print and basically they outsource all the mailing so from there you can uh you push them all the data, you send them all the letter templates, and then they fill it all out for you. So that's how we're able to do so much volume in such a short amount of time to be able that's to send out like you know a thousand a week or so. And so how are you how are you analyzing all these deals? Like you just get whatever market value is and then decrease it by a certain percentage, and then that's the offer you submit, or how are you curating these offers? So uh, we try to get comps to the best that we can. Usually we can pull up like three to four comps in each zip code um, based on, you know, acreage sizes and, you know, what's around the area as well. Um, and then, you know, do they have water? Do they have electricity? Everything's kind of factored in with the due diligence. Um, but that usually helps us hone in the price. And then 
that price website does a really good job at kind of giving you an initial idea of what it's going to be like. And then you have to go back through each one and make sure that it checks out, um, that the comps make sense with what price gave you. And so how are you sifting through this? Um, are you automating this or you're actually going through every, all 5,000 offers a month? Right now, we're going through all 5,000 offers um, to really make sure that we know the ins and outs so that we can can, can communicate to VAs later on uh, once we automate the process. But uh, yeah, as of right now, we're we're doing all everything from, from top to bottom. We're sharing the data, we're, we're cleaning it up, and we're, we're sending it out through the mails and everything. Yeah, put putting in the midnight crazy. oil. That's oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Burning the ground. Once the kids yeah. are down, I'm I'm going back to work. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So um uh so like like uh, adding more to that because I think that this kind of like uh is part of like all your investment like uh kind of like journey and and experience has led you to what I think is the wealthy way. So like, can you like sp- uh, speak a little bit on that? Because I see that you do talk about it quite often in your social media. And I wanted yeah. to, and, and I wanted to like uh, hear from you, like what exactly is that for the audience, and um, and like what, how do you use that as a way to improve your finances? Um, you know, I think if you if you just like solely focus on uh, wealth, everything kind of crumbles. You know, you start to lose different aspects like health or you know family relationships. Um, you know, the education aspect of things, like you're not constantly learning um, and improving. And I I feel like if you're not growing in all aspects of life, you're capping yourself at how much impact and how much wealth you can actually build in in the financial sector of life as well. So um, Ryan Pineda created a, a, uh, I guess, a, a way of life, a way of living. It's called The Wealthy Way. Um, the acronym is broken down in wealth. So it's worship, education, affluence, lifestyle, team, and health. So worship is just your faith. So you can pray and meditate um, on the daily. It just kind of gets your mind set for the day. Um, and then education is just making sure that you're personally developing yourself through podcasts like this one. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just good books um, of people who have succeeded before you. And then affluence is just working on one stream of income at least a, uh, 30 minutes a day or more uh, just to kind of continue to move the needle. I think a lot of people, you know, don't succeed because uh, they don't take action or they get stuck on the like research phase. So affluence is designed to make sure that you're at least pushing the needle um, through the steps that actually move the business forward and aren't just like the background stuff like Excel documents and whatever. Uh, lifestyle is just your dreams and goals. It's basically just focusing, you know, reverse engineering your life. So figuring out yeah. where you want to end and then reverse engineering the steps to get to the to that to that end marker. And then the team is relationships. So building relationships with your family, uh, friends, reigniting old relationships that, you know, should be sparked or, or just continuing to build new communities and relationships uh, where you're at as well. And then health. You know, if you're dead, then you can't do anything. So, yeah, eating and uh, you know taking care of your body. Um, plus, you have more focus and uh, more mental, you know, uh, clarity. So, the the A is like uh, the A is the part like affluence. Like when you were describing it, I, I found it to be like super like relatable because like part of my struggle because this is like the like kind of if you didn't know like part of our dynamic here on the podcast is that Phil 
like we try to explain this so that so that the audience kind of understands like i'm coming from somewhere that i haven't like we really want to get into real estate but i haven't started my process i'm only in the, in the analysis phase and yeah. phil has started with uh he already has his own investment property and, right. and short-term rental so we're like we're like like ent entry level to like already beginner slash intermediate to fill size so like I'm, I'm like just trying to gather and he's trying to gather even more so that's like that's like how we're doing it here so like the a is interesting because like dedicating the time to and to actually building a business that you want to do like just 30 yeah. minutes makes a big difference 100 percent, it does i think people underestimate like you know what's that saying like you underestimate what you can do in a year but yeah overestimate what you can do in a day oh yeah Again, like like time blocking that, like make sure you do that time. Like I'm learning, Phil does that very well. Like he he has grown a lot within the last year, uh, doing this, and I, I use him as an example as an example. So I'm trying to push that way as well. But yeah, I agree with like that that the the whole acronym kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to just balance everything because yeah, if you're growing in all yeah, again, if you're growing in all aspects, it all correlates. So yeah. it creates impact. Impact creates wealth. And it's uh, it gives you a framework of creating discipline in your life or um just like yeah it just gives you a framework to follow you yeah. know a lot of times we're just bouncing around we don't know what to do but if you just give someone a system to follow okay you're gonna get one percent better every single day by following that system just keep hitting at that system and you're just gonna get better and so yeah it talks a lot about the discipline that's involved in uh in, in having a system like that how, do, how yeah. do you balance that? How do you find balance? Um, I, I think time blocking really helps. Um, me and my wife try to revisit our schedule pretty frequently just to make sure that, uh, you know, we're, we're setting time for, you know, family, we're setting time for our faith, we're setting time for all the acronyms I mentioned. Um, and just making sure that we move the needle at least a little bit in every area of our life once a day. And, you know, it's that compound effect, you know, you, you can multiply so much on the daily uh, as well as, you know, positive, the same as negative. You know, if you eat crap, you're going to get fat. If you if you work mm -hmm. out, you're going to get fit. But it's going to happen over the course of a year, not like every day. So you just have to keep keep at doing those uh, those daily tasks, the things that nobody wants to do, the boring stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Bring you there. All right. Yeah, I wanted to move on to talk about an NFT, NFT project you've talked about a little bit. Um, yeah, can you just give us a background of what that is and explain the model to that NFT project? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you guys haven't uh, been able to tell yet, I'm I'm kind of aligned with Ryan Pineda. He mm -hmm. <laughs> he he seems to be uh, attracting a lot of you know successful people to him and uh, i think the law of attraction kind of plays out in that area but he started a project called tykes stands for digital tycoons um it's essentially his vision is to pioneer the digital real estate space and connect the bridge between the metaverse and real estate and um the idea behind it is, I, I guess the biggest value you get out of it is the community, the people who are going to be participating in uh, this this Tykes metaverse. But um, I guess some of the other utilities you can get from it is their idea is if you own a Tyke, you can stake it. And by staking it, you get a yield called Tycoin. This Tycoin can be used to purchase, you know, mastermind events, 
basically it's his own like little ecosystem trainings time with ryan um and then also yeah a uh it's basically doubled as a uh a timeshare so he's purchasing you know properties all over the world and you'll have the ability to stay at these exclusive vacation homes mm. through using this type one. It's, it's sort of like a timeshare slash Airbnb. And uh, he's opening it up to other people who own pretty luxurious uh, Airbnbs as well to exchange that for type one. So that's kind of the model that he's going with right now. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a really cool. I mean, that's actually where I learned land flipping is through the, yeah. the type community. So. When, yeah. when did you like so like why did you like align yourself with Ryan Pineda and like how like like what benefit have you gotten from it? Because like like essentially it's like what you said is trying to get together with like minded people, right? That's kind of where it started. I I took a shot in the dark. It's funny you're talking about NFTs. I uh, I bought all of his um, domains um, through Ethereum. So there's you know the dot com and then there's the dot ETH. Yeah. So it was like, you know, Google.eth or there's Google.com. Okay. I bought all of his domains in the Ethereum domain and I sold them back to him. And uh, <laughs> that's so interesting. <laughs> he read the message and he's like, yeah, okay, let's, let's do this. So we, we talked back and forth for a while. And at the same time, WealthyWay was just being launched. And I loved the idea of it because it already aligned with the things that I was doing. And, uh, so I started to participate in this community, learned a lot from those people, and was just really excited about the vision where it was going. Ryan saw that. He was excited. He's like, hey, I want you to be a moderator. And uh, so I became a moderator for The Wealthy Way, and he basically gave us access to go to his mastermind at no cost. And I was like, that's wow. a no-brainer. And then everything just kind of transpired and started rolling from there. Um the wealthy way kind of gave me the bridge to go to the types and become a moderator for the types as well. And, um, yeah, I, <laughs> one thing led to the next and just being around those people has um, allowed me to be in this position where I can, you know, do what I'm doing right now. So that's so that sick. Your question? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. yeah. Cause like yes. it, 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 you did like, uh, like it's so funny that like you, you just like, you, you took a shot in the dark you like you decided to do something that was kind of like out there like you're gonna buy domains and like uh just because you saw like a potential for like a future like in this space like because of course like like things are leading that way and digital real estate is very interesting because like before it was something that like people made fun of but now it's like actually something that's like real and like there's value in there and there's value in that metaverse kind of thing people are trying to create experiences in the digital world but bringing it into real world like with the timeshare like being able to benefit by going to these places that people have like beautiful places so it's it's real it's weird how like the digital world is coming together with the real world it's the future is weird man the future is weird but it's coming <laughs> yeah um so yeah well, like one segment that we do in uh, um in our podcast is that we we at the end of every podcast we try to do one personal one professional question and one random question that we that we end the podcast with um so uh phil if you don't mind starting out with the first one yeah, so the first, uh, the personal question is, what habit or trait are you currently working on? I think the one that I always end up coming back to is uh, time management, time blocks. Um, you know, it, it translates, or it kind of correlates with the wealthy way. It, it constantly has you, like, tracking yourself. But, um, yeah, probably, like, time management 
we literally just my wife and I literally just sat down like yesterday for this for this next coming month and just kind of wrote out like Monday through Monday through Sunday and what that's going to look like like hour by hour um so yeah I guess just trying to hone that in and making sure that I'm I'm saying no to things to allow opportunities for bigger things and do you guys like do you guys like get together like on a weekly basis to schedule your weeks? Usually, so usually it's a month to month basis. But if something comes up into our attention, we'll we'll sit down and kind of you know uh, reevaluate if we need to. But usually we'll we'll do like a fine focus on the month to month. But you know on the weekly, if if something big comes up, we'll have to reevaluate for that week. And even adding to that, like uh, one thing I've noticed, like we've done a we've done a few interviews already. We we've we've got a couple that we've done with several different people. One thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people tend to do their like have their whole investment entrepreneurship journey together with a spouse or a girlfriend or like together with their significant other. Like what? How did you feel? Uh, how did you? Uh, how do you see that? Like how did you get started with that? How did you convince her to come along with the journey? Like how did that? How did that come about? Yeah, well, the reason I married her is because she was like passionate and she's extremely uh, good looking. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, that passion just kind of like, I don't know, I just love passion. You know what I mean? It's just it gets me. It wakes me up in the morning and I just love waking up next to her. She she's excited. She has vision. And uh, I think we just love dreaming together. Like our favorite thing to do on our date nights is literally just talk about what life's going to look like next year or like a few a few months from now um yeah she's always looking for the next thing i'm always looking for the next thing and we just like to go into the adventure together that's yeah that visualization is super important yeah (laughs) oh yeah all right so the next question is uh the professional question uh where do you see yourself professionally in the next five to ten years yeah that's a good question um I used to I used to have like, you know, an exact answer for these questions. Now it's like almost more of like a a month to month basis. I feel like, you know, things are constantly like pivoting and adapting. I feel like, you know, as entrepreneurs, like it, it's really hard to like lock yourself into like, you know, what five years from now is gonna look like. But I guess with what I'm doing right now, if if I had to like paint a pretty picture about it, I'd like to be doing like I don't know. I like to do about five million in in just the land flipping alone um, a year, I think, and then also build out a good Airbnb portfolio as well, just to kind of mitigate uh, some some debts or mitigate uh, taxes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I think building that out and then um, seeing where e-commerce goes and uh, figuring out how to navigate the whole metaverse nft space as well i think there's going to be something big with that over the next decade or so so interesting phil you got the you got the random one last one the random one um what is uh what have you tried lately that is new and exciting it doesn't have to be lately it could be like in the past year but what is something new that you've tried that either challenged you or excited you Honestly, uh, just going to those masterminds, I didn't realize like how big of a shortcut it is to go to these like events where people are just better than you and like smarter than you. And like, at least in one area or another, there's people that are just like a hundred times ahead of where you're at. It it almost gives you like a conviction where you have to like, you know, level up. 
because the first one I went to, I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I, I know the next steps I have to do. The second one I went to, I was like, I haven't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I need to get things moving. And uh, that really kicked me into gear. So now land flipping is like full scale. We're going all in and like dropping some good money into it. So yeah, I think masterminds and like just seeking mentorship for the things that you're trying to pursue, it gets you there so much faster. Wish I would have known that known that earlier. <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil, like uh, you, you joined the mastermind yourself as well. Like, like, what do you like? Yeah, do you agree with yeah, that. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Uh, I joined a short term rental um, mastermind, and so we've been thinking about buying short term rentals since like 2020, um, but never really pulled the trigger. It was actually 2019, but we actually started looking in 2020, um, and then this year we just decided we have to go all in, and so we joined this mastermind. And in like four months, we had we per, we had one under contract, and on the same the same day, we had a co-host deal signed. So co-hosting is basically we help a family or investor uh, manage a proper uh, Airbnb property for them at a fee. Um, yeah. so just in like four months, we were able to just get those two deals done because of the mastermind. So nice. super powerful. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah That's thank exciting. you. That's exciting. Moving the needle. Oh yeah, yep. and like like even like not even to that extent because like I'm like I'm like two years behind like or two or three years behind Phil with the mm-hmm. startup like well, going to real estate events is something that I've been we've been doing together for like last half year we've gone to two within the last few months what a change in like mentality talking to people that have actually done it is just such a different thing like like they they Phil has already communicated with somebody within the meeting that we we went to a couple weeks ago and they're already talking about possibly doing business together it's just like insane what you can do by just joining a community absolutely absolutely i mean i, I it's the fast track it's the fast track life like that's the shortcut if if people need cheat codes like find mentorship that's it i know it's yeah People, are, but it, it doesn't seem to be mainstream at all. Like I think people don't see that there's an opportunity right there. Like and and everyone's welcome. I don't get. You know, they'll pay a hundred thousand dollars for a four-year tuition where they're not getting paid the whole time, but they won't spend three thousand dollars for like some mastermind class that will pay them six figures a year the the following year. Like yeah. I just think, like, for some reason, there's like a bad stigma to pay, pay, doing online courses, like it, it, or like online mentorship, or like actually, like, like, because uh, you might think that you're gonna lose the money, you might think that you're gonna get scammed joining these masterminds, but there's evidence all over the place that suggests that people make money off this stuff. That's there true. should there should yeah. be like a mastermind, like uh, like a like a certain mastermind kind of poll that that shows like, authenticator, average, yeah, authenticator, like a... and also like <laughs> starting like the salaries that people make or like the income people make after the years. That would be very persuasive in getting people to join and be That's involved. True. That's true. I just yeah. call it university and then part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Change up the game. But yeah, man. Uh, is there a Phil? Is there, do you have any other questions you want to ask Connor? No, no. I just want to say thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us. Appreciate you guys' time. It was, a, it was a true pleasure getting to talk to you guys. Uh, we'll have to stay, stay and connect and, yeah, kind of keep cheering each other on. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely be in touch. Maybe, like, like in, later on, uh, we'll have you back on and, like, uh, with any updates. Like, see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that. It. Hell, yeah. All right, Connor. Thank you so much, and uh, have a good one. Take care, guys. Appreciate it, guys. You too. Yeah. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you like the show, 
please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, leave us a comment, and subscribe to our channel. You can also follow us on Instagram at CuriousInvestFI. All this helps support our podcast. Ciao! Ciao!